Hey guys, welcome back to As Told By Moms. Uh, just want to say thank you to so much to everyone who has been listening and joining us for these last nine episodes. We are recording today episode 10. That means that season one is coming to an end, sadly, but... Don't worry, don't be sad for too long because season two is coming. We're going to take a little break and then we're going to come back and I'm not going to spoil it yet because I'm going to tease it kind of on the Instagram, but there's going to be a little bit of a different format. There's going to be maybe a guest host, like a permanent guest host. Um, So we'll see. We'll see. We'll let you guys know, but I'm super excited. Uh, I'm so grateful for this last season. I'm excited about this episode I was checking the stats the other day and we have been downloaded over 600 and something times, I can't remember, and over like a few countries. So super excited about that, excited where this is going and just happy to have you guys along for the ride. So uh, without further ado, let's get into episode 10, which is our final episode of season one, As Told by Moms. Um, Okay, listen, I don't know how to do these introductions because the people that are here today are just amazing, honestly. And I'm so happy to have them here. So I'm going to give them a moment to introduce themselves. And um, yeah, let's get into it. So we will start right here to my left. You guys can't see this person, but you know. Go ahead and describe him. Describe him for them. He's bald. That's what you want to start with? He has a beard. Okay, I got it. <laughs> now I have my amazing husband here. Go ahead and Girl, just introduce yourself. <laughs> Let, let us know in the comments how she could have done a little bit better. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're not doing that. Uh, no, I'm, I'm the I'm the fortunate husband of uh, Stephanie Alvera. Thank you. I the, love that for you. The host of uh, As Told By Moms. Yes. Thank you. Uh, thank you for being back. You were on episode one, and now here you are closing out season one uh, in episode 10. How do you feel to be back? Fantastic. Great. Fantastic. Great. Great. Yeah. I feel, I, you know, I feel like, you know, maybe, maybe my contribution helped reach all those countries. You know? mm. Okay. Um, <laughs> on to our next guest. Um, this amazing woman, you will recognize her voice because she was on a previous episode of As Told by Moms. And so give the people a little a little hello. Hey, guys. How are you? I am Angela Crenshaw. What is up? First of all, I am super excited that you actually allowed me to come back yes girl <laughs> by popular demand i am super excited and i am so proud of you i'm so proud thank of you. you like i love you so much i just had to get that part out uh, okay I'll let, I'll let someone else talk okay and then the <laughs> next guest who has never been on asso by moms mm-hmm. before see let me let me explain something to you guys this gentleman has a podcast of his own with his amazing wife called the crenshaw corner it took about, mm, I don't know, 5,000 years for him to invite me onto his podcast. <laughs> so is here I am. Doing? <laughs> here I am is inviting him on to. need to work on these introductions. <laughs> <laughs> it's, need to work on these introductions. it's tit for tat right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's he knows crazy. I love him. Um, sir, please introduce yourself. Hello, wonderful people. I am Sanchez Crenshaw, the the lucky husband of of Angela Crenshaw. Yes, hello, sexy. Hello, sexy. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna meet y'all. <laughs> relax. And as my wife said, um, thank you so much mm. for having us on of your course. show. We appreciate you just trusting us enough with with your baby. That's yes. that's amazing. Yes, and, and thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you guys. Thank you guys for being here today. So, let's just get right into it. So. 
Let me explain a little bit the relationship that we have with these amazing people. They are friends. They are friends that have become family. And I just like admire you guys. I admire what you guys have done with your podcast. I admire what you guys do with your family and your children and your grandchildren. So uh, I wanted to have you on just to kind of talk through that whole process of, of growing a family, starting a family, um, feeding into the next generation of your family. So you have now three grandbabies. Three wonderful grandbabies. Yes. Two you just got in June of this year. Yes. yes. Oh, my goodness. Within okay. 10, 10 days, days of, apart each of each other. That's insane. That's insane. And you guys are thriving mm-hmm. in this grandparent <laughs> season of your life. I don't would know you about say? thriving, but... <laughs> We're, we're making it we're, work we're right moving, now. We're moving. We're moving. We're moving. You're making we're it moving, work. We're making moving. It work. And I want to say, like, there's one thing that I, like, truly admired about you guys when we were, when I was thinking about this episode and I was like, man, like, there's just a way to pass out, pass down things to the next generation. Right. And I think that is so important with spending time with them. Mm-hmm. And I know personally, because you guys have shared this with me, that you have a set day of the week yes. that is dedicated to your grandbabies. Yes. And that day is sacred yes. on yes. your calendar. Yes, yes, it is. It is. Yes. And you have another tradition that you do, which is taking them to church with you guys on Sundays. Yes. yes. I've seen it with my own eyes. <laughs> and let me just let me just tell you guys a little something about these grandparents. So they have grown children. How many grown children? We have four. Four, four grown children. Four grown mm-hmm. children. They have just them in their home, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Mm-hmm. A nice beautiful, gorgeous little home. Mm-hmm. And they went out and got themselves. We really going to do that too? A <laughs> mini van. Okay. A mini van because they have to transport mm-hmm. their grandbabies. Yes. On these sacred days of Wednesday and Sunday. There correct. Well, it's um, Monday, Wednesday and Sunday. Yeah. Monday, Wednesday, Sunday. So what we did was Sunday, it's all three. Oh, so mm-hmm. three. And then Mondays, it's our baby girl, mm-hmm. our granddaughter. Okay. And then on Wednesdays, it's Both it started with Pooh because mm-hmm. he's the oldest, mm-hmm. but now Pooh and his little brother. So we get yeah. the two boys on Wednesday. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah. But yeah. also, what I want to say, it wasn't my idea for the okay. minivan. Um, I fought it for as long as I could. Listen, um, I wanted an SUV. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, but I got mm, vetoed. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks to you. Right. Yeah. I was about to say, let's thanks talk to Stephanie. let's talk about what really happened with this yeah. minivan. So listen, this is what like I'm a minivan activist now. I'm yes, noticing you are. that. Yes, so you. my husband, thank you to him, he was actually the one that got me on this whole minivan situation because I too was led astray and wanted an <laughs> SUV with three children and it just didn't make sense. And so Daniel was like, babe, I grew up with minivans. They came from a family of four. Right. So he was like, all we had was minivans. Like, it's the best thing ever. And I was like, I'm not trying to be that mom. Like, I need to be cool and right. like, still hip and all this stuff. We got the SUV. Long story short, it was a freaking nightmare. <laughs> we traded it back in. We mm-hmm. were negative equity on the mm-hmm. stupid SUV. And we got the minivan. <laughs> yes. So God is good. God and is good. So now it is my job to go and spread the good news. And educate. And you do it so minivans. well. And educate. you do it so well. Thank you. You're a mini-evangelist. Yes. <laughs> You know what, Daniel? That's good. I like it. That's I like amazing. That's what you are. Yes. I, like yes. I love that. I love so that. So quick on your feet, my friend. Yes, he is. So quick on your feet. So witty. This is why we have him on sometimes. Yes, you know? I see why. He's plus amazing. He's, plus, he's cute. 
He is cute. He's cute. Thank you. I wish that was in my intro, but my handsome husband, YouTuber, father. But he said he's bald head. She started with bald head. Bald. He's bald. They think I look like a piece of candy. Oh my god. Bald ball. I can't. I can't with you. I'm not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Um. So what? Okay. When it came down to like actually setting these days in place. Like how did that conversation come about between the two of you? Cause listen, you don't have, you don't have to do that. You right. don't have to mm-hmm. put a day in your schedule to like pour into your grandchildren and have these special moments with mm-hmm. them. So where, how did that like idea come about? We were, here's the thing. Let's say, let's start with Sunday. What happened with Sunday was I, we knew how it was to have younger children and wish we had a moment, right? To just get ourselves together for the first, for the following week. Yeah. And so we know that they're young. So the babies, they're two, six weeks and seven, seven, six seven and seven weeks. weeks. Yes, so we know they, 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 they're going to eat kids. They're going to church. They don't know anything about that yet. Mm-hmm. Right. But what we knew was to give their parents an opportunity to, for those, cause we keep them for five hours. So after that we go to brunch and then we take them home. Right. Okay. So we knew we wanted them to be able to take a shower, get ready for the next week, pack lunch, make dinner, do laundry, whatever they could do in those five hours. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to be able to give that to them. So that was part of our legacy for them that they knew that they, that get some rest do what you need to do for yeah. the, even if it's sleeping whatever you need to do do that so that's how Sunday started for us mm. um, the weekday started because we wanted something where that we had a conversation what was it that we could give our grandchildren because mm-hmm. we both had our grandparents I, when I was I used to come down south and see my grandparents and I lived with them for a couple of years Sanchez lived with his grandparents yeah, I was pretty much raised by my grandparents, my grandparents. Mm-hmm. and so we were like we we know the way society make grandparents, right? And what they are, especially young grandparents. Mm. It was like young grandparents, they just want to hang out and do their thing and all of this stuff. And we understand that, but we wanted to give what our grandparents gave us. And that, that was time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so in order to do that in a fast paced world where we all work, mm-hmm. the parents work and we work, we was like, how can, what, what can we mm-hmm. do? So we was like, pick a day. Mm-hmm. And we sat and we talked about what yeah. day we was going to pick. Go ahead, baby. No, I was just going to say, and also what we wanted to do was we wanted our grandkids to have something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they knew like, like for Pooh, every Wednesday I know that I'm always going to be with Pop-Pop and Gigi. Mm-hmm. I know no matter what, I'm going to spend that time with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we wanted to start that early to have that because like my wife said, you know, for me growing up, I grew up with my grandparents. I pretty much lived in my grandparents' home. I was with them every week. That was an extended period of time when I lived with them. Yeah. I was in church with my grandfather every Sunday. He was a he was a Baptist minister. Okay. You know, before multi campuses became a thing and mm-hmm. you know, he was preaching four churches at one time. So Oh my gosh. Yeah, and four churches in four different cities. And and he was he was there. You know, he went every Sunday he was at his churches. And so that's how I grew up and I wanted to make sure that with my grandkids that they got the same thing. Yeah. You know, that they knew that this is what we do. This is going to happen. I'm going to be with Pop Pop. I'm going to be with Gigi, even though they love Pop Pop more than they do Gigi. But that's, that's a different conversation. Whatever. Is that for real? No, do you think real. that that's, that's for real? Oh, that's yeah. For real. Oh, really? That's for real. Oh, that's for real. Him and Pooh are best friends. Aww. So, what we wanted to do once we had a granddaughter, we were like, okay, well, she can't share the days because we want her to have her own special day. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's her time. And then that's what we do. So, it was just one of those things where we wanted them, and until they say no, 
Mm-hmm. Like maybe when they're 18, 19, 20, I don't know. It'd be like 33. And be like, <laughs> we're done. We're not doing this Wednesday thing. We want him and the wife. Him coming and the wife. Oh, Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. You know, and we they spend the night. You know, it's just not like they come over, they spend the night, and then we take them, take them to school oh, or wherever okay. they need to go. So they don't go home. Oh, I didn't know that they stayed the night. Oh, yeah, no. They spend the night. Yeah, they oh, stay the night. They stay. Yeah, so we, like, yes. little mama, we pick her up when I get off work mm-hmm. on Mondays. On and Mondays. we keep her Monday night, take her back on Tuesdays. On Tuesday afternoon. Pooh comes home from school on Wednesdays. He knows he's here. Yeah. He comes in looking for a snack, his chair, because he has his own little chair yeah, here. Yeah, of course he does. Yeah. So he comes in looking for his and chair. And take him to school on Thursday. Yeah, so they spend Thursday. the night. Dang. I thought you knew that. I didn't know that they spend the night. I knew that they... I knew that they came over for the day. I didn't right. know that they spend the yeah, night. They stay. Oh, no. They yeah, spend no, the they night. Stay. They stay. Okay, so what time we got to drop off Jackson and Levi? <laughs> <laughs> you said Wednesday, right? Yeah, you, ain't wrong, you guys got bro. Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday <laughs> open. All, you don't have to drop off Levi. He's driving himself. Right. I'm yeah. a baby. Yeah. He's driving That's himself. A, he's a beautiful grown man. Yeah. That's all I got to say. He's a grown man. We just wanted them to have that and know that. Most people, when they want to leave legacy, they want to leave money. They want to leave yeah. all this stuff. But one thing that was important to us is we wanted to leave time, too. Yeah. All those things are good, yeah. but we wanted time. And we wanted to be consistent yeah. so they knew that we were, like, I know Gigi and Pop-Pop. I'm yeah. going there. I'm spending the night. I'm having dinner. I'm having this fun time. And as they get older, when people are like, well, you want to do something? Well, I can't do it on Monday. And I sure can't do it on Wednesday. You know, yeah. I wanted, we wanted them to know yeah. that thing. And that's how we just started it. Yeah. And also, if we're being honest, it was selfish as well. Mm. We... We love being grandparents. Mm, yeah. We love oh being with gosh. our grandkids. Yes. And no disrespect to my biologicals, mm. my parents, but some of my best memories as a child comes from my grandparents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It comes from JC and Annie Robinson. Yeah. And that's where it comes from. And I wanted my grandkids to have that same thing. The way that I grew up looking at my grandfather, the way I grew up thinking about my grandfather, I wanted that for them. Yeah. And so we wanted to make sure that we set that up early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was important. I love that. I think it's funny because like even Jackson uh, was telling me the other day, he was just like, um, he was saying that his grandma, Daniel's mom Mm -hmm. and my mom, he calls my mom mama, Mm -hmm. but Daniel's mom specifically, he was saying that um, grandma loves him so much that she cannot say no to him. Oh my God. That it's just like not a thing. Like she's not able to say no. Right. And I was like, Jackson, well, sometimes she might say no. And he was like, no. She's she's not able to. She wants to give me any and everything that I want. Yes. And I'm like, but she can say no if she wants to. So I just want you to like have that expectation. Like one day she might say no. He was like, he I think in his mind he honestly thinks that it's like impossible oh, for little, her to say no. Oh, his little heart gonna break when she His heart no is him. gonna break. Look at Daniel oh. face, he's like, Lord no. No, but she no, has he must think that we will never say no either the way he acting lately. No. <laughs> No, he definitely knows that we say no. That's why he loves your mom, because she never says no. It was wild. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so let me, So you mentioned something really important, and you said a lot of people think that leaving a legacy is financial. Right. Is that something also that you guys are having planned for your grandkids as well? Yeah. Is that oh, yeah. something that you guys work towards, too? Not yes. to get, like, too no, in your business, fine. but I'm just, I want to, like, learn about it on all aspects, because yeah. one day we'll be there. We yeah. actually... Even before, mm-hmm. we start with Pooh. Even before Pooh was born. Before we knew there was going to be a grandbaby. Before, yeah. Pooh yeah. had a bank account. We had that account. We really? Bank, yeah, Pooh had a bank account. We even before, saving. we started saving for him even long before. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely once we found out that we were going to be grandparents, we started putting 
it's it's in our budget. Our yeah. grandkids are actually in our budget. Yeah, seriously, so that's amazing. Every pay period, every month, there's a certain amount of money, money. that goes to them. Mm-hmm. And so, what we want to do, we want to do something for them that our parents and our grandparents are not able to do for us. Yeah, and when they turn a certain age. And I want to. I'm sorry. To, um, we love our parents. That's not what we're saying, but what we are saying that I don't think they had the capacity or the know-how to do what we're doing, yeah. right? Yeah. That it wasn't available. It might have been available. I mean, stocks and bonds and, you know, CDs and all that, but but what we're doing now was not available, and it wasn't heard of or thought of. Yeah. It was like, get the Gerber Baby Life Insurance, and that's as far. Oh, my God, I remember that. Yes, the Gerber Baby oh Life Insurance. Oh, my gosh, I remember yes. that. And that was as far as it, that's as far yes. as it went. But for us, we were like, we have the know-how and the technology, yeah. and you can Google it, do whatever you want. And we was like, what it would what would it look like? So I just want to say that no, part too. Yeah, you know? it was a situation. If you know better, you do better. Yeah. yeah. So like I said, so we started bank accounts for them long before they got here. Mm-hmm. Um, like each baby has their own bank account, mm-hmm. okay. and it and it's the way we set it up. Mm. It, it can't be touched. Right. Okay. It's, it's not money that can be touched. We can't even touch it. We can't, we yeah. can't touch it. it. The parents can't touch it. So once they get to a certain age, then the money will be dispersed out to them. Right. Because what we wanted to do was money doesn't money doesn't buy you happiness. Yeah. Money doesn't change your life. What money does is money gives you options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so what we want to do is that when they get to a certain age, have options. Yeah. Right. If you want to go to college, mm-hmm. you're not, you don't have to worry about getting in all this debt to do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. If you want to purchase a home, you have the money to start that process. If you want to start a business, whatever you want to do, yeah. mm-hmm. you're not trying to figure out how you're going to maneuver. Right. Because like, like my wife said, n- no knock on our parents. Yeah. They didn't know how to. For they sure. didn't know how to maneuver. Right. We know. Yeah. So why not start now setting our kids up for success? success. And I think a lot of it is not just, not the parent, not your parents not doing. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter, like you said, lack of knowledge, maybe right. lack of opportunity. Maybe they just didn't know. Maybe yeah. they weren't able to financially, right. you know? So it's taking what you were raised with and how you were raised mm-hmm. and building on top of that exactly. and not saying like, this wasn't good enough, but I want to make this better. Right. Exactly. I want to make a conscious decision to be better and do better. I think every parent wants that yeah. for their kids, for yeah. their grandkids. Yeah, like. I'm going to do the best job that we can. And we talk about this all the time. Like we want to do the best job that we can for our kids, but I want my kids to do more than mm-hmm. what I'm doing, right. what I'm able to do. And I want right. to set them up for that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think too, what we, a couple of things with the accounts, what we found out is they have all have Vanguard accounts, right? Okay. So they're into stocks and bonds and index and mutual funds and all that stuff. And, and what we learned, we thought that we had to do so much money, right? Cause that's what happens. That's why a lot of people don't do it, Yeah. but they don't know that you can start these accounts, especially when they're infants, Yeah. you can put $20, $30 a month in this compound interest. By the time they get a certain age, mm-hmm. they have 50, 60, 150. You don't know what, yeah. what depends on how much you're putting into it. And mm-hmm. also what it does is as they get older, you are given, them the financial education in reference to money right yeah and so when they get older we said we was going to sit down with them yeah, and show them how to pick their own stocks and show yeah. them what the account is that they can't touch till they're 21 yeah and show them th- those things right but also what we realized too is what we wanted to do is in order for this to work our grandchildren changed our lives mm. right and they made us want to do better so in order for us to do for what for them to do better, they have to see us doing better. And they're gonna be looking at grandparents. They love most people, we all know we they love their parents, but kids love their grandparents like mm-hmm. no other. Yeah. Like, like my kids told us that their grandmama raised them and we looking at them like yeah. 
window. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know you were going to her house. Like, to I know day. you were spending the night, but she was raising you. I'm not, I couldn't understand yeah. it. But what we want to do is that made us want to be better, right? Mm. That made us want to go, like, when they look at us, how are we live in our life? Not only godly, but mm. financially, emotionally, physically, all those things, because they're going to look at us, right? And yeah. be like, I want them to look at us and be like, Gigi and Pop-Pop, like, listen, I love my parents, but also Gigi and Pop-Pop, they set a standard, too, as well. Yeah. Right. And it's so important to us. So it, it changed us. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. I, I think where a lot of people, you said something that I don't want to miss. Mm. I think what happens is a lot of people think you have to have a certain amount to do mm -hmm. something. To start, yeah. You have to have mm -hmm. a certain amount to live. You have to have a certain amount. And it's not the case. The one thing that we want to do is teach our grandkids, what do you have in your hand? It's biblical principles. Mm -hmm. What do you have in your hand? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Work with what you have in your hand. Yeah. Be successful with what you have in your hand. Mm -hmm. Whether what you have in your hand is $100 or $100,000. Yeah. Learn how to maneuver and work through that because, once again, not knocking our parents, not knocking that generation, Nobody really taught us finances. Mm -hmm. Nobody really taught us mm -hmm. what a budget looks like. Mm -hmm. How do you budget? Yeah. What does it really mean? And look like to pay bills. What yeah. does that really mean? Right. You yeah. know, how do you, how do you work your finance? If, if you're only making $25,000 mm -hmm. a year, how do you maneuver through that? No one really taught us that. Yeah. So what we want to do, like Ann said, is that once they become old enough to even understand the simplest of the principles, mm -hmm. start having those conversations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What um, did you guys do all of this as well with your kids or is this just something that you picked up when like, I don't know, light bulb went off and you're like, we got to set up our grandkids. Is this did you go through this whole process like this, too, with your children? Not the, the not the having the bank accounts part, but the part to show them how to budget how to coupon okay. and all those things. So we started that. We didn't know, understand the principle of the savings until the grandkids. Yeah. Okay. But we did do the financial part of teaching them what to do, how to do it, and, you know, and let them run with it. Because, of course, you can teach them all day, but they have to be able to want to do it, yeah. right? So we did that part. But once we started thinking, like, we're going to be grandparents. Like, mm -hmm. wait a minute, whoa. We need to save now. Again, this is before anyone even said they was pregnant. We was like, we need to save now. We need to start now. We want to mm -hmm. be proactive versus reactive, yeah. right? And that was one of the big things for us. And yeah. so, but with the, our kids, no, we just said, hey, let me show you how to coupon. Hey, get a bank account. Let me show you how yeah. to save, but not to this we extent. Did, yeah. We did the basics with the them. The basics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Only because at that time, that's what we were. Yeah. Um, and let me rephrase that. That's what my wife was. I hate finances. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I hate yeah. finances. I hate budgets. I hate. I hate it. I yeah. do. And I know people say you shouldn't say hate. Hate is a strong word. You say you hate. You mean you hate managing finances? Yeah. But do you hate dispersing finances? No, I don't. And I don't hate dispersing. <laughs> I hate dispersing. I don't hate dispersing. <laughs> Actually, to, to be totally honest with you, my most peaceful time is the first of the month when I'm paying bills. Mm. This is my most peaceful Seriously. time. Interesting. And it's the reason it's my most peaceful time is because I can. Mm. because I was at a point, there was a point in my life where mm. I couldn't. Yeah. There was a point in my life where instead of sitting down saying, okay, bae, what needs to be paid? I was saying, bae, how are we going to pay this? Mm. Yeah. And that's a different that's conversation. That's so important. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. a different conversation. Yeah. yeah. But when I say it's the conversation of finances, let me explain how my wife and I are. Okay. <laughs> I don't look at prices. I don't okay. look at price tags. I know how much money I have in my pocket when I go into the store. Okay. So because I know how much I'm in my mind I'm going to spend, I'm not going in looking at price tags. That irks the crap out of my wife. That yeah. irks her. Yeah. I, because who does that? I, yeah, what? I don't do that. I look up she prices. Looking, yeah, she's looking Thank for a set. She's doing the sale. The, she's comparing online. She got the app. I do the same doing, thing. No, no, no. 
No. I don't buy nothing without a coupon code. Like, on, don't don't ask on. me to buy something full come price. On. I'm not doing that. I'm not, and so, and my wife is a, she used to find, I tell her all the time, her, the way her mind works is amazing. No, no knock. I'm the creative one in the family. Yeah. I am the, I'm always, I'm the abstract thinker. I'm always looking for, you know, the comp, the puzzle is what I'm looking for. She is the number person. She loves numbers. She loves mm-hmm. finances and budgets. And she has a bookshelf full of just nothing but finance books, like everyone you can think of, from rich dad, poor dad, to, to girl, get your money. I mean, it's everything. Yeah, they do. Girl, get your money, something like that. Get your, go, girl, get your money right. Yeah, girl, get your money right. So she, so that's, she lives, eats, and breathes finances. Like I was joking with her the other day. I told her she needs to go back to school. Mm. I need you to go be a CPA because – all we're doing, we're making up the bed. That's all we're mm. doing. And she turned that into a conversation about finances. All we're doing, making up the bed. That's amazing. Yeah, so it's her. So she's the one, your initial question, like, you know, did we do this to the kids? It's her learning. And as she learns, she, she teaches me. Yeah. And as we learn together, then we teach our kids. And then yeah. we teach our grandkids. Because there's a lot more information that we have now thanks to her. Mm-hmm. Because she does the research, she sits down. Yeah, and that's the one thing I need people to understand when it comes to finances. You got to do the research on it. Yeah, you got to put the work in. It's like anything else in life that you want. If mm-hmm. you want to be successful at your finances, mm-hmm. if you want to be successful at learning how to budget, you have to put the work in. Yeah. When it comes to finances, I'm lazy. I'm not willing to put the work in. I'm willing to follow her when it comes to it, though. Got it. So, That's important. Yeah. At least you're following her. I'm, when it comes to that, I'm willing to follow her on it. Got it. Because like my wife said, what you say, babe? Whoever does it better does, does it. it. Mm-hmm. That's, how, that's how we live our life. That's how we live our life. She does finances better. If you leave it to me, um, we're going to have a 92-inch TV in our house. <laughs> if you leave it to me. You and the lights saying? are going to be off. Right. <laughs> I might not be able to power that 92-inch TV. But you got it hanging up there. But it's, it's going to look real good. That three days that the lights on, it's gonna look real good. <laughs> so That's sad. amazing. So sad. I'm so, I'm so we, sorry. We've done that before, though. Like when we first got married, Daniel had this in his mind that he was gonna like be the finance person and like right. the budgeting and like all that stuff. And he just, I don't know. I guess you just assumed that you would be the person, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like, I like, <laughs> I like spreadsheets. I, I would budget my own life because I was, you know, a single man. Right. Um. And I just assume when I get when when I get married, I'm also just gonna assume that role of paying the bills and and budgeting. And it, it I don't even think it was a conversation. Like it just never happened. Like no, that. it was. Like <laughs> I was gonna ask you, how did that work for you? Didn't didn't okay? Great. Well, because I mean, realistically, like paying your bills is is like convoluted now. It's like you sign into this thing, pay that. Sign into this thing, pay that. <laughs> I ain't trying to do none of that. So I don't, I don't think I ever looked at that. Now, <laughs> now building a plan, yeah, ah. I could build a plan, okay, and I can hold us accountable to the best of the ability. I can hold my wife accountable to certain right. Mm. Okay, so sometimes I find not so much success there, <laughs> but, at least but you I, we're working I can, on it. I can build a plan there, but yeah, yeah. I just thought I thought I was going to be that guy. Yeah, I'm the, glad I'm not. The spreadsheet, the spreadsheet is amazing and so helpful for sure. Um, But yeah, it's just something that, and I think it's important too, like we talked about before, um, just teaching them, teaching the next Mm -hmm. generation these things, because you can go into a relationship or life and just in general, and it's like, I've seen so many people not know how to find car insurance, how to do simple things. What do you do if you want to get a mortgage? Like all of these things. And it's just like, man, like I feel like my parents did such a good job with exposing us to those things and mm-hmm. like explaining. Mm-hmm. And even now, like I explained to Noah and Jackson, cause they're more, 
Levi doesn't care. He just <laughs> wants his pizza and his iPad. He's good to go. Right. And his mom. Um, but outside of that, like, I have to explain to them. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, Daniel's making faces over here. It's a podcast, Daniel. Um, I have to explain to them the importance of what things cost right. because they are just so quick to, they see a card, they see Apple pay, they see cash mm, app, they see all good. these things right. and they don't know how the money actually gets there. Mm. And so that's I'm good. going through this now with Noah and just explaining to him like, Hey, I'll get you the sneakers for school. Let me tell you how much they were, right. you know, because I want him to be aware of mm -hmm. things are not easy. The sneakers right. just don't show up at your door and, you know, and nothing happened to get them there, you know? Right. So even Jackson, like we're making him pay for his apps that he wants on his iPad. If he mm -hmm. wants something that is $5, $3, like I'm making him go to his piggy bank, actually take out the cash and so count good. it out and give it to me oh, yeah. Yeah. because I want him to feel that it, yeah. it hurts when you, I, I love swiping my card, but it also hurts when I swipe my card because then I see the account going down, and I'm like, okay, like we gotta fill this back up. Like I already you get do, that you anxiety. Do it a lot for something that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> you be a masochist or something. I love pain. No, no. <laughs> I do a lot of it for the family, so stop it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she budgets in coupons and she uses discounts. And no, I she use not no, full she, price. She don't be couponing. Yes, it's I do. Not full nah, price. you don't be couponing. Not couponing, not extreme couponing, mm. like clipping coupons for food and stuff right. but i coupon, coupon i don't buy anything without a coupon code true she's or saying, not true saving the family money anything is like you're, you're gonna lie like that on the spot anything anything that we buy online majority of the time mm, i will either try okay. to get a discount code a mm -hmm. what do you mean <laughs> majority of the time she every, she i know she it. did she okay i'm words. talking my friend alone oh my gosh you guys are so nitpicky worse. no i'm saying like no, majority of the you, time i, you, I, I will yeah, be I'm like let me see if i can find a coupon for this yeah. before i purchase it no that that's that's very true that's very true that's just, why when you send me stuff i'm like hold on let me look for a coupon code first right before we use it but i do i do want to commend y'all because mm -hmm. I think, as I'm listening to y'all, I think about how I grew up, and my, my parents never had these conversations with me. Right. Yeah. And I think, to a certain extent, we can say our parents reached their limit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. really, my mom raised me and my three other brothers. She was working full-time. Right. She was very involved in church. I, I feel like she had reached the limit of her time and her, and her finances. Right. Yeah. Um, but... If we're all honest with ourselves nowadays, we have a surplus exactly of time and finances. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, how we use that, I think mm. I think most mm -hmm. people use that irresponsibly, mm -hmm. and they binge watch this or they spend all money on this. And yeah, but I want to commend y'all because you've seen the surplus you have in your life, mm -hmm. yeah. and you're you're using that surplus for the betterment of your grandchildren. Yeah, it's and that's important. very self. It's very selfless. It's a very mm -hmm. selfless act. Yeah. Whereas again. I think most people, when they have that surplus, they become very selfish mm, and they good. spend a lot of the time on themselves yeah. and a lot yeah. of finances on themselves. Yeah. Um, but it's inspiring to see how selfless you are with that surplus you have in your life right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. And, and creating that space too, because a lot of the times with surplus, you think, oh, this is just like, like you said, selfish for me. But you have to intentionally create that because you guys could be doing so many other things with your time and your money mm -hmm. and you're taking, I love that you were honest enough to say, we didn't do this with our kids because we right. didn't have the knowledge right. at that time to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's seeking out that knowledge first off. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, applying it yeah. and saying like, I want to do better 
I, you know, my kids are grown now at this point, but I want to do better for that next generation. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think and, that that's so important. And surplus might sound like a big word for people, but like it's surplus is simply having more than you need. Yeah. Yeah. If that's mm-hmm. $5 more than you need in a month, you got a surplus of $5. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's an hour extra in the day, you got, a, you got an hour extra in your day. What are you going to yes, do with it? Speak it. Yes. You yes. know, so, so when, when you hear me say like they have a surplus, I don't mean they have. 10 hours in their day to do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. Have an hour or two. Let's be real. You know, being intentional with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I I think that's a good lesson for a lot. I think, I think we can move things in this world forward faster Mm. if individuals use the surplus they have more effectively. Yeah. 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 And it's also just having those conversations too. I think to kind of touch back on, from my experience, like going back to my upbringing, mm-hmm. like I said, like you, Daniel, we didn't have conversations about finances. Yeah. We didn't have conversations about finances because in all honesty, we didn't have finances. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, my, my mother lived paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every day she worried about how food was going to get on the table, yeah. how lights were going to get paid. Every day mm-hmm. she had that struggle and worry on her because like you, Daniel, it was my mother raising the kids by herself. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it was out of embarrassment of of being in the situation she was in mm. and not knowing how to verbalize it. How do I talk to you about something I don't have? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. feel like that's the kind of way a lot of people navigate because financially they may not be where they want to be in life. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're ashamed to have that conversation with their kids. Yeah. They don't want their kids to know that they're underpaid, yeah. that, you know, the bills, I don't, my bills are longer than my money. Mm-hmm. So they don't have those conversations early. Yeah. And then so now their kids, when they get out and now they find themselves in that same situation, sometimes yeah. they don't know how to maneuver because we didn't want to be vulnerable. Yeah. So the one thing that we wanted to do is that we just wanted to start being vulnerable mm. and have those honest conversations with the kids. This is what happens if you overspend. Yeah. This is what happens if you only make 30000 a year, mm-hmm. but you live a lifestyle of 40000 a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what it looks like. This is what it looks like if, if you have to, the favorite line, to rob Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we start having those honest conversations, and it wasn't perfect. It was hurtful. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just have, as we saw in the Crenshaw Corner, mm-hmm. You have to have those ugly conversations sometimes, yeah. Yeah. those uncomfortable conversations. And yeah. I think, especially when it comes to finances, the one thing I always want to do is have those honest conversations. And I would always tell parents, have those honest conversations. Yeah. It's, not, it's not treating your kids as adults. It's not putting more pressure on them. It's setting them up because the ultimate goal is to get them out your house. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the ultimate goal. Okay, Daniel. Dang, chill uh, out. Daniel. Sorry. He okay. said that so fast. Right. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> That's the, but that is the ultimate goal is to set yeah. them up to be able to be successful. You know, the old, gener- the old generation used to always say to be a productive member of society. Yeah. What does that look like? That looks like, you know, having faith that looks like finding God that looks like being able to pay your bills. Mm-hmm. That's what that looks like being a productive member of society. Right. Mm-hmm. I think too, we need to, you know, um, stepping away from finances and I can't believe I just said that because oh, we got okay. finance. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> listen, but I think too, um, tradition, mm. right. And I think that we have to bring back tradition Yeah. for, if we're going to do the legacy in the next generation and need some type of, some type of tradition that comes back. Right. We want to, we want to leave them the money. We want to give them the time, but we also want to give them tradition, which kind of like we kind of moved away from like, where's grandma recipe for that pecan pie? You know what I'm saying? And that we like, 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 
all the women in the family should know how to make great grandmama's pecan pie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then all the boys in the family know how to know, make great granddad's barbecue sauce. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's where the wealth comes from, right? Not only from the financial part of it, not only from the time, but also that stuff from generations that came down that meant something, that yeah. tradition. And we, I, I, this is just me speaking. I don't know how everybody else, but, but I feel like we kind of moved away from that, right? Yeah. We think that's old school. Nobody will know, no tr- grandmama's recipe, but, but to be able to cook together and y'all are making your great grandmother's macaroni and cheese, yeah. that means something, right? And like I said, it, we, we're we so busy being busy mm. that we're missing even that part of life, right? Mm. That part of your heritage, that part of who you are. Because I think what happens so much is that so many of the younger generation want to know who they are and we're mm. not telling them yeah. who they are, right? Mm. We're, you're, you know, you're beautiful, you're wonderful. Mm. You're important. You're smart. But they're looking for, that's why all the DNA tests that they do out here, the 523s and, and all the ancestrals make so much money because people are seeking to know who that's they right. are. Yeah. But if we kept a tradition where yep, I told yep, yep. you who you are, your great grandmama did this. You, mm. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Then we, would, we wouldn't have to be trying to figure out who we are and where we came from. Yeah. But we moved so far away Man, from that's, it. That's, that's scary. Thinking about now how how many uh traditions are ending in these next generations oh, yes. that yes. have probably been traditions for for hundreds of years yeah. yes and they're just they're just disappearing yeah because nobody wanted to take the time mm. to sit down one of my greatest memories is sitting down with my grandmother in her den watching the three stooges and her just telling me about her life. Yeah. Telling me about her mother. Telling me about her father. Telling me about her siblings. Telling me about what it was like when she was raised. My grandmother was born in 1919 mm-hmm. is when she was born. My grandmother, my grandmother's grandmother was a slave. Wow. My grandmother grew up in the time of Jim Crow. My, gra- my, grandmother, mm. grew up, my grandmother grew up before African Americans had rights. in this country that is what she grew up with and just hearing her stories and hearing how she grew up and the person she was that's what that's what's missed now Mm -hmm. nobody is sitting down and having these nobody dan you said it perfectly nobody has the time Mm -hmm. nobody has the time to sit down and listen yeah and that's how we're losing the traditions yeah because we're so busy now we, we have our phones, we have our internet, mm-hmm. we have all these things, mm-hmm. and but we don't have, we don't, not only do we not have grandmama's recipe, mm-hmm. we don't have grandmother's wisdom. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's what's missing. And when it comes to legacy, for me, when I hear legacy, I hear wisdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is what I hear. Yeah. Because, yeah, everybody wants that financial piece. But if you don't have the wisdom to maneuver through that money, mm-hmm. yeah. the money's gone. Yeah. And now what do you have? And now what you're going to do? If you don't have that, that, that relationship, mm-hmm. one of the things that we heard, we had a conversation, and oh, was it, it might have been online, some of you was telling me about, mm-hmm. where the young lady, they had been dating for three years, mm-hmm. it was some of you was watching online, mm-hmm. they had been dating for three years, and she wanted to get married, he didn't, mm-hmm. and he was honest with it, he was like, I've never seen a good marriage, Mm. So why would I want to do it? I've never seen a good why one. Why would I yeah. want to rush and marry? Why would I want to rush and marry when yeah. I've never seen a good one? And the reason I have that conversation is because we're not having those conversations with our kids. We're yeah. not telling them how to maneuver through a relationship. We're not telling them what you do when it gets bad. We're not telling them that 
you want to get married, that's beautiful. But understand, this is going to be the hardest thing you ever do mm -hmm. in your life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be the most rewarding and it's going to be the hardest. Yeah. I think what people misunderstand, being married is harder than being a parent. Mm -hmm. It's easy mm -hmm. to be. It's easy to be a parent yeah. mm -hmm. because that person that you're raising, they do exactly what you tell them to do. Exactly. You most of the time. 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 But you have the upper hand. Right? Yeah, right. definitely. In a marriage, you don't have that. My wife doesn't listen to me. She Thank don't you. do what I tell her Thank to do. You. I don't know how we got there. She doesn't. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know and how we got there. Not you putting her on blast. Right. No, but <laughs> did you just set all that up just to just to just say, say that? But I don't. And, but most parts, I do what I want to do as well. You know, because we're adults. Yes. And so it's it's finding that balance of how to maneuver right. through that when I have a very strong-willed wife. Yeah. I'm a very strong-willed man, and how do we come together? And how do we make that successful? How do we mesh it together? Yeah. But nobody wants to do that anymore. Nobody wants to have those hard conversations. Nobody wants to sit down and have the conversation. What is your credit? What is your credit score? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do, how do you feel about money? Yeah. Do you pay your bills on time? Nobody wants to have those conversations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And because nobody wants to have those conversations, that's when we start losing legacy. That's when we start losing the relationships. That's when you don't know your father. Yeah. That's when you don't know your mother. That's when you don't know that side of the family because you've never met them because we're not sitting down having those conversations early in life. Mm. That makes sense? It yeah. Makes sense. I okay. think, too, because what happens is we, um, each generation looks at, that's just looking at my mom as being my mom, not as being who she was before she was your mother. Yes. Right? And I think what happens with that is that is so important. For instance, my mom lives here with us right now. And so when Pooh comes through the door, right, it is a privilege and an honor. He has a great grandmother. This is the thing that yes. we say. He has a great grandmother. Yes. A lot of people don't have a great grandmother, right? Yep. So when he comes through the door, he's looking for her. Mm. He's like, we call we we tried Nana, and next thing I know, he was calling her Nanny. Nanny. And now he called her Grandma. He's like, where's Grandma? He looks for her. He goes out in the path. He's yeah. looking for her, right? Yeah. And so those are the things that we're talking about. And a lot of times that there are great-grandparents who are out here that don't see their kids because everybody is so busy. And yeah. like, I don't have time to take you to go see her. Mm -hmm. I don't care if she's in her right mind, slow mind, crazy. Your relationship with her is not the relationship that that baby's going to have with yeah. her, right? It doesn't matter what kind of relationship me and my mother have, right? What relationship she has with her grandchildren and her great-grandchildren. And it's such an honor. So sometimes Pooh would come in. She'd be like, come give me a hug. And he'd be like, no. Aww. And I'm looking at him like the devil is a lie. <laughs> You boy, boy, yeah. What you not fenced to do, yeah. To your great, I don't care what you how you feel it too. Mm -hmm. But your great grandmama said, "Come here, go over there and hug her," because we have to teach them to respect Absolutely. their elders. Yeah. Because if we do not understand that the four of us are going to be an elder, yeah. And mm -hmm. if we don't teach them how mm -hmm. traditionally to treat their elders, yeah. Get ready for how we're going to be treated when that's we get right. elder. Yeah. That's right. And, and, that's, and, that's, and that's real talk. Yeah. No, you know, that's real that's, talk. That's real that's talk. Real I was just having that conversation with our, our kids the other day where they, they just be in the mood. They don't want to say hi to their grandparents. I'm like, excuse me. You are going to respect them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They are adults, number one. But more importantly, they are your grandparents. That's right. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I don't, no matter how you feel in the day right now, mm -hmm. you're going to say hello. Exactly. And you're going to give them respect. 
Exactly. The other, Don't get um, me riled up. Because <laughs> that's the wealth. The See, when we talk about wealth and traditional legacy, that's the that's that's the real stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's the real stuff. That's what we were just. We, we were. I was telling my son this too because his uh, his cousin's over mm-hmm. and she's a female, right? And I'm trying to let, I'm trying to get him to understand like if there's a bed in the air mattress, you're sleeping on the air mattress. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah, need he needs it, some need, work with that. He He's needs like, some work with that. Like you need. It, your female cousin's here. Let her sleep on the bed. Like let her have the comfort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's another boy cousin, whatever, y'all can y'all can sleep standing up. Y'all can be in the closet. Not in the closet. I don't Go care. But Go in the closet. Go in the closet. Yeah. Respect. I was I was brought up to respect women. Yeah. yeah. And especially family. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. Can you, yeah stop, that. can you stop hitting your chair? This is not our furniture. <laughs> it's fine, but see, no, it's, it's, I, I get passionate about this because yeah, this is it's real. This yeah. is, these are the treasures that that don't collect dust. Yeah, come on, but like, we these don't are the treasures Daniel. that don't that don't rot. These right. are the things that you can give that that could. That, there's no expiration date. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Come on, money Daniel. could be lost, money could be found, money right. could be made, money whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is the stuff that when you instill it in your children, mm-hmm. in your grandchildren, mm-hmm. like in in those around you. Right. I think that's the problem is that nowadays the people around us are in like in other people. We travel so much. We know so many people everywhere. Mm-hmm. We're traveling. We're back in the day. It was like you knew the people around you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just your you knew family. The people at your local church. Mm-hmm. Like those were the people you knew and you and you congregated with and, mm-hmm. and, and, and you built relationships with. Yes. But to, to instill that in those people around you. Yes. We can only make the world better one person at a time. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and it, we can't do that if we keep it all to ourselves. Yeah. Do you remember the birthdays? It was only your cousins. I keep it in my chair. I'm sorry. I know you keep it in your chair. <laughs> do, you remember, do, you remember, I know. do you remember the birthdays when it was only your cousins? Oh, they, yeah. They wasn't yes. inviting no, your school friends. No, no your I don't cousins. want no school yes. friends in my house. <laughs> no, he really doesn't. I don't doesn't. want no school friends in my house. <laughs> oh, your my cousins. God. It's yes. your cousins. Yeah. That's what's coming. Yeah. If you only got three, well, three are at the party. Yeah. Well, and that's still how we do it. Like, well, Okay, so that's how we have always done it in the past. It's hard now because Jackson is, like, so social. When I say that this kid has birthday invite on birthday invite on birthday, like, when school's in session, like, he's getting invited to everybody's party because that's just his personality. Right. That's not us. Like, we're not, that's not it. Like, your friend, you can, you know, get the invite, but we're not giving out the invite. Like, your two cousins, exactly how you said it, your two cousins are going to be there. Exactly. And maybe a friend of ours that lives close by. We're not doing birthday parties, we're doing birthday experiences. Yeah, we just stopped birthday parties anyway, so that's perfect for us. Um, No, I was going to say, it's crazy because... I think even for our generation, I was very close with my grandmother before she passed, mm-hmm. but my mom's mom has always lived in New York right. and we either lived in Florida or we lived here. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because Jackson lately, my grandmother, who's 91, my, yeah, my grandmother, Jackson's great grandmother mm-hmm. has been like just asking about him all the time. Wow. My mom is always telling her stories, right. things that he says, all this craziness. So a few months ago, he went to New York with my mom. And the first place that they went was to go see my grandmother because wow, it was her birthday. Right. And Jackson was there. My grandma was so happy and Jackson was so happy. And now you think of a kid who's seven and you're like, why is this kid going to like you would tell yourself this kid's not going to want to see his grandmother who's mm-hmm. 91. Like, mm-hmm. what is she going to do? Mm-hmm. My mom's young. She takes him to the pool. She plays with them, like right. all that stuff. And it, it really it really made me look at 
like a different perspective because my mom had planned a brunch with my cousin and she's talking to her and Jackson's like, Oh, when is that? And she's like, well, we're going to go to great grandma's house. And then from there, we're going to go eat and then I'll come, we'll come back. Mm -hmm. And Jackson was like, "Mm, can I just stay here with great grandma? I don't really want to go to brunch. I want to stay with her. And that for me was like, Oh my gosh, like we're thinking I would be thinking like this kid is not going to want to be with his 91 year old grandmother. And he wants to, he Mm -hmm. wants to, you know, speak with her and like be with her. And, and my mom was like, yeah, I guess you can stay here. And my mom was surprised too, because he never sees her. Well, he hardly sees her Mm because again, she's always lived far from us, but it was just one of those things that I was just like, man, like that, those, those instincts of grandparents Mm -hmm. and like, and I was I say this respectfully, but I was never close with my grandmother mm-hmm. in New York right. just because of distance. And I don't know, I just wasn't really raised with her like that. Right. I've always respected her. I've always like, you know, obviously when we see her, um, but for Jackson to feel that way about her just really made me happy. Cause I was like, right. man, like you can just tell, like, that's just naturally within families and within yeah. your children. But also I think teaching him about respect for his grandparents. And, and I think that that's so important. And I don't think we realize mm-hmm. how much kids want to hear those stories yeah. and want to hear those experiences and are really intrigued about mm-hmm. their grandparents. Like exactly. they see their parents every day. I think they feel like they know you to a certain extent, but when they hear the stories of the grandparents and like what they've been through. And mm-hmm. it's funny cause I'm thinking now, like, when my, my parents are only 61, mm-hmm. so they, you know, Super they didn't, young. they didn't live a young. long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, they lived a long time ago, but not like, you know, their stories are going to be, I don't know, not as like interesting. I think when, when kids look at it and they're like, okay, so you didn't have color TV. Like what else? Like what else was happening? You know, like, <laughs> I don't know how they're going to sell their stories, but uh-huh. I'm sure it's going to be interesting for little kids. Um, I don't know where I was going with that tangent, but <laughs> I forgot where I was going with that. But this is what I think people need to remember when they're doing this and instilling this in their children. Do understand if you're still living and your kids have kids, you're going to be a grandmother. Yeah. If you keep still living, you're going to be a great grandmother. Yeah. And you're going to reap what you sow. So be mm. careful what you're sowing now. Yeah. Right. And your grandchildren and your children, because that's going to trickle down. And how do you want to be treated when you're 75 and 80 and 90 years old? How do you want your grandchildren to treat you? So you have to be super, super careful. My mom and my, their grandparents, they have a whole different relationship. Sometimes I just want to jump in and be like, y'all out of control. How you talk to your grandmother? But then she get mad and be like, this is me. And, you know, that's their thing. Right. So I had to realize, let me step back. That's how she, that's how she handles her grandchildren and me enters. I don't need to get involved with it. Say, just like, mind your business, baby. Come in. Stay out of it because yeah. that's how they love on each other. I'm like, yeah. y'all a little rough with grandma, but grandma rough herself. Yeah. So yeah she, go, she, 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 she a thug herself. So. Yeah, she fights too. Yeah, so she I fights mean, too. So, you know, protection, she but, fights. That's but hilarious. that's the love that they have for her. Right. And yeah. so I have to say. What will me and Sanchez instill so that our grandchildren understand? Because I think sometimes while we're living life, we thinking what they will say, all the young people living their best life and think they're going to live forever. We think that we're going to always be this. We're going to be senior citizens. Hello? Mm, yeah, we're they're gonna take I our know. driver's licenses yeah. too. Okay, we won't be driving too. So do you want do you want to have sold enough seed that your grandbaby will say, hey? Yeah, I'm about to take Gigi and Papa out to lunch, breakfast, yeah. whatever, because that's what we do with them, right? And it's and again, let me say this because everybody's like, first of all, it's no guarantee, but 
I'm gonna we're gonna make sure that we sow good seeds on yeah. good ground. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's so right. we have to be mindful of that, and that's why we're so hardcore on this. If that makes sense, yeah. right? But also for me, and this may sound crazy, but I'm selfish. I want to live forever. Mm. My grandfather, J.C. Robinson, who's been gone for mm-hmm. 20, 20, 20 years. 20. We're, t- we're 22 into it. So about 21 like, years, 19, 20 years. 19, 20 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 19, 20 years. But he will live forever because mm-hmm. his memory will live forever yeah. through the love that he had for me, through everything he yeah. did for me. So I will always talk about my grandfather. I will always mm-hmm. teach my kids and teach my grandkids about, about my grandfather. Mm-hmm. I want the same. I want the same for my grandkids yeah. that they that they know they were loved and our relationship was such. And I mm-hmm. I instilled in them and I taught them and I showed them the love of God like my grandfather did for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they will always talk about me and they will talk about me to their kids and mm-hmm. their kids' kids. Yes, I want to live forever. Yeah, and that's for me. That's what the legacy is. My grandfather will live forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember vividly. You know, the things we used to talk about and the things we used to do, mm-hmm. like his favorite line to me, he always said it. He said, if you ever get in trouble, I will do everything I can for you. But if it's your fault, mm-hmm. you will sit there. And he said he meant it. He's like, you ever get locked up? Mm-hmm. I will do everything. If it's not your fault, I will do everything I can mm-hmm. to help you. Yeah. If it's your fault. You're gonna sit there. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, because it came because it came out the blue. It came yeah. out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But like those are the things. And going to my, yeah. like I said, my grandfather's a Baptist minister. So helping him get his books together and get his Bibles together to do his sermon and being there with him and watching him do that. Mm-hmm. Those are the things I remember. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm selfish. So I want Pooh. And I want my grandsons and my granddaughter to have that same memory yeah. of when they think of Pop Pop and Gigi. Yeah, they think of n- nothing but good. Yeah, yeah. you know, cause absolutely. Because unfortunately, and I think we all can say this, and once again, no knock on on that generation, no knock on the parents. They did the best they could. Yeah, you know, they worked with what they had. Mm-hmm. Most parents from our generation were in survival mode. Yeah, so absolutely. they were strictly surviving. Yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. and so all the memories I have are not the best. Mm-hmm. I don't want that for Pooh. Yeah. When he thinks of Pop Pop, yeah. I want him thinking nothing but good. Yeah. So I'm we a little selfish for Yassir, with that. We yeah. don't want it for Khaleesi. Yeah. We want it Man, to be you good. you know what I'm saying with them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that you have a favorite grandchild? Yes, I do. Pop <gasps> yes, Pop ain't got no shame. No. Because you know, no. this I is my favorite I, kid. This is what I realized that. Oh, I do too. I, <laughs> this is what I realized that the oldest is going to always be the favorite. I don't care how you try to maneuver it, work yeah. it, shift it. Even with grandkids, like the, our oldest, he's like every grandparent, he's just amazing. Man. I mean, he about to be 40, y'all. How, how, he, he just about to be the greatest grand. I'm like, he. Okay, if y'all say so. <laughs> you know, it's that it's that oh, it's always that oldest. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's so it's just just it's yeah, just my, for us to give. That's love. why my wife is my favorite in the house. Oh, oh. you're so sweet. He just said the, the oldest. oldest. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. See, see that right there. I knew he was gonna you say that. Coming for I knew exactly where it was. That's why I was like, oh, this see, is me. And you said I got into. It. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, okay. yeah. I you, no, I knew where he don't was be, coming. Don't be crazy. No, listen, it's <laughs> important. I, I, I'm not saying it's right, but I tell Pooh all the time. 
You are my favorite. Mm. I tell them all the time. That's oh that God. oldest you're baby. My, you're my favorite grandkid. That oldest baby. This oldest Hey, my baby. youngest son is my favorite. He knows it. Noah mm. used to say it all the time. He's like, I'm mama's favorite. And I'm like, Noah, stop saying that. And I'm like, who told you that? He's like, she did. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. My mom and got no shame. <laughs> they just have a special bond. Like, it's it's just different. Every relationship is different. Oh, yeah. Every, you know. Yeah. That's why Levi is my baby right now. Yeah. It's my favorite. That's the, that's the part of parenthood that nobody wants to talk about. We don't want to have the honest conversation <laughs> that, okay, yes, there are kids. Yeah. And yes, we love them all. Yes. Mm-hmm. But they're still humans. Mm-hmm. They still mm-hmm. have different personalities. Mm-hmm. Your personality clicks different with different people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like our our kids. Oh, I, I love all our kids to death. Mm-hmm. I will do anything for our kids. And I'm not saying anything. I haven't had a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. But my personality clicks better with my youngest son. Mm. Always has. We are so similar Mm -hmm. we are pretty much the same person Mm -hmm. so it just clicks better yeah do i love them all yes Mm -hmm. do i prefer my youngest son more yes (laughs) i don't have a favorite see this ain't my podcast so i can't do that i'm not gonna do it you a lie you a lie (laughs) and the truth ain't in there (laughs) who's her favorite you tell us the eldest okay our eldest he absolute favorite Absolutely. I don't have a favorite. All the kids. Okay. Wait, is your favorite grandchild poo too? I don't have a favorite. Oh, you don't have a favorite grandchild either. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ask the kids that question. See what what answer they get. They'll be honest. They'll be honest. First of all, all the kids say the same thing that my favorite is the eldest. They Mm -hmm. don't want to hear nothing we got to say. Okay. They they feel like if I get mad at him, everybody's going to suffer. His mom is mad at him. No, that's true though. Everybody suffers. Like nobody has to do nothing. But if she's mad at him, Oh, all household, all kids are going to say, I'm like, that is not if she true. Mad at, Daniel, if she mad at the oldest, I get in trouble. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's how it is. When she mad at him, it's not true. I get it. It's not true. Dave, do you have a favorite? It depends on the day. <laughs> no, I think that, I honestly think that that's true for him. I've just, I've just come to that conclusion. <laughs> I love all my kids. I like some better on, on some days. Yeah. It, all, it all depends. Yeah. Depends on what's going on. Because what's going on. Yeah. That's, true. that's I an agree honest with answer. That. No, I agree answer. with that too. I tell him that too. Yeah, I know. I said, I lo- I lo- I, I'm, I'm trying to let Jackson, like, I'm trying to get him to understand that. My love for him. There's nothing he can do or not mm-hmm. do right. that will that will change my love for him. Oh yeah, I, I love him and that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get him to understand that. But also, like, <laughs> I may not be liking you, right? A lot but my today. like is different. My, my like is, is my different. like is different. Hundred percent. Like exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. My, my love is unconditional. But my, my like? like. Oh, that's so conditional. That, oh, hundred percent. Oh, so conditional. <laughs> Just what it is, what it is. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. I love that. Like right I love now, I don't, I don't like Jackson very much because uh, I'm having to text oh for no. him to go to sleep. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. Well, we're about to wrap this up anyway. Ah. Um, how has it been an hour already? Has, has it really it? been an hour already? <laughs> well, 57 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like, you know, they go by so fast. I know. We just be talking, just loving yeah. one another. So that's, <laughs> but that's what I love about, like, conversations like this because yeah. going into it, I, you know, we I didn't go into it scripted or have any questions for you guys or anything like right. that because I, I already asked knew one question because I already knew <laughs> exactly exactly because I already knew how this was gonna go I know that you guys have so much wisdom and experience oh, and and you. it'll we just trying. flow and it's just conversation you know yeah, we're still you. learning we're still learning pray for us please pray for us all of the wonderful people out there I am. yes <laughs> we are still learning but we're I, still learning I do have to say one thing real quick yes only because I I got thrown off. 
I happen to look down. Mm-hmm. It's Stephanie feet just wiggle. Leave mm-hmm. <laughs> my friend alone. And that just tickled my Listen, these chairs. These chairs are for. Okay, Sanchez, how tall are you? Uh, six, four and a half, six, five. So yes, exactly. Five foot, okay? Mm-hmm. So your furniture is built for six, four, six, five, okay? Exactly. My feet be swinging tall. So yes, sorry. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It was adorable. Person. I'm sorry. I just saw the little feet swinging. Leave my friend adorable. alone. Thank you very much. Thank my friend alone. I love you guys. Thank you guys love so much. You. Okay, let's do final thoughts because I know you guys do final nuggets <laughs> on the Crenshaw Corner. So let's do final thoughts. What is, uh, Daniel, your final thought for today that you want to bless the people with? Yeah, I, I just think if if we all took the time to be less selfish right. and mm. more selfless with with our family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not even saying I'm not even saying for people outside your family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With your children, with your grandchildren, with your spouse. Um, I think our lives will be much more enriched and we will be in a position to enrich others' lives. Mm-hmm. That's great. Wow. Okay, Mrs. Crenshaw. But I want to have to go behind Daniel. Let Sanchez go. Okay. Daniel be so deep. Okay. You, like, I'm not going behind Daniel. I'm, oh. I'm just not going to do it. All right. I'm not going All right, behind Mr. Daniel. Crenshaw. So I'm not going behind Daniel. I don't care what y'all say. That's so crazy. Because if a good you just, you, I'm not, I'm not. I'm too oh hood for it. You come up with something. Oh, my God. I love it. Ugh, Daniel my. on my nerves. <laughs> my final thought is going to be. Be the person that you are, that you always needed Mm. when it comes to your kids, when it comes to your grandkids, when it comes to whatever relationship you're in, be the person that you always needed. Mm. If you needed someone to be caring, if you needed someone to be kind, Mm. be that person. Mm -hmm. If you needed someone to to listen, if you just needed a listening ear, be that person, Mm. whatever you needed that, that got you through Mm -hmm. that situation be that person in mm. every relationship that you're in. Yeah. That's amazing. That's my final thought. Now you want to go after that? Nope. <laughs> your turn. No, girl. She's a host. Go She's ahead. Just messing with you. Just messing with you. Come on. I know you got that wisdom, girl. You Stop know, playing. I, I, I just think that you just need to remind yourself of who you're going to become, right? Yeah. And how you want to be treated. And so be careful how you treat other people. Right. I really believe that. I think that we Mm. think we're going to live forever, but we are going to be grandparents Mm. and we are going to be great grandparents. And I think that we need to understand that we need to sow good seed in our family and our children and in our grandchildren, whether they whether it comes back. I believe if you sow good seed, it's going to come back regardless. Right. Yeah. Mm. And so I do believe that. And I just want us to do that. And I think sometimes we're so far removed because we're living and like, oh, just this, but no, you're going to be somebody grandmama sis. Yeah. You know, you're going to be somebody granddaddy and how, what is that? You, what do you want that to look like? And what do you want to pour out? So let's, let's be proactive versus reactive in that area. Right. Yeah. Like way ahead of time. So I, that's, I just feel that all the time, all the time. I feel like that. I love that. I love it. All right. Let me think. Um, Man, you guys did some good ones. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and close it out. So yeah, it's, your, it's your podcast. Do what you want. Do what you want, lady. Do whatever. It's all yours. This no, is yours. I definitely think I definitely think my final thought would be um, just do just do better. And mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you had a bad childhood or that you had a good childhood. That can go both ways. So right. take what you learned and what your parents instilled in you whether it was a lot or a little bit and build on that mm, and just strive to just be better. And I think that that will overflow into your children yeah. and, and encourage them to do better than you yeah. and say, Hey, if I can 
give you this much, strive for on top of that. Or if right. I could show you this much, strive for on top of that. So yeah. I think just pushing them to, to mm-hmm. be better and challenging ourselves to be better yeah. um, and do better than, than what we had growing up. Yeah. Good, good or bad. Because that can go both ways. It can go both ways. Mm-hmm. That's good. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for taking the time and being here. Well, allowing us to be in your studio. Um, their studio is legit. So we had to move the party here. But thank you guys for opening your home and for taking time to do this. Um, I do not take it lightly at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm super grateful for you guys. I'm grateful for your friendship and you. who you are in our lives. Thank, thank you. you. We're honored. Thank you, honey. Yeah, we are truly honored. Truly honored. Seriously. Thank you. Because like Sinjay said, this is your baby. So you don't yeah. have to share unless you want to. You don't have to show your baby oh unless gosh. you want to. To trust so, us. To trust us. To trust us with your baby. To yeah. trust us with your listeners, your yeah. family. Thank you. That that means, that means the a world lot to us. us. So just yeah. thank you. Thank you. Thank you for trusting us. Thank you. Awesome. Well, guys, this is it for episode 10. And that will close out season one of As Told By Mom. Wow. So wow. Just like that, huh? Just like that. Just like 10 that. episodes. That was, that was so fast. Um, like I said, we're going to take a little break uh, a few weeks and I'll kind of post everything and keep everybody um, on the schedule and just kind of let everybody know. But yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back and being a part of this. And uh, you can find this podcast. I never get this right. So I'm going to try really hard. <laughs> you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Amazon Music. Uh, there's a few other platforms that I need to look into because I see them and I see their stats and I don't really know which ones they are, but they are available. And, um, yeah, so thank you. Thank you guys for listening and for being a part of it. Um, until the next one.